0: Welcome back to Teaching Matters, the University of Edinburgh's hub for discussing, promoting, and showcasing teaching and learning around the university. We are a website, blog, podcast, and possibly most importantly, a small group of people passionate about providing platforms for conversations surrounding teaching and learning. This episode is the third of our Media Hopper Create series which investigates the usefulness and stories of the University of Edinburgh's media asset management system. In last week's episode, four staff members from across the university discussed the tips, tricks, and challenges they found when using MediaHopper Create. This week, the Quartet reconnects one more time to discuss anecdotes from using MediaHopper Create, along with their pitches for prospective users of the service. Their conversation begins with stories from using MediaHopper Create.
1: We had a a really nice bit of feedback sent to us following our use of MediaHopper. So over the last year, we've been developing a, well, we've been delivering a webinar series called Research in the Pandemic, which has explored sort of the clinical research sort of journey during Covid pandemic which you can imagine has got loads of nice exciting stories because of the vaccine trials and new treatments for Covid so it's a really interesting topic for people so we've been delivering this webinar and saving the sort of um, saving the recordings and sharing them on Media Hopper. And just out of the blue, we got an email into our inbox saying, "Thank you, thank you so much." I'm a medical student, and I was just trawling on Media Hopper looking for something interesting to watch, and I came across your webinar series, and it has opened my eyes to clinical research, and. I I, I can't comment too much further on it it was a a lovely email to receive but it does make me wonder have we managed to inspire someone to explore that world of clinical research have we potentially made him have a little bit of a a, a light bulb moment in his career and I think things like that are really exciting in education and certainly why I'm in education is to inspire people give them the information give them the knowledge for them to make the decisions that you know can really change their their lives and, and and their direction in their education so i just thought that was a really really nice sort of positive feedback on the opportunities that media hopper can do it can, it has that accessibility people can have a look and see what's there and and get inspired and learn sort of new areas that they probably, might not necessarily be enrolled on a course then but they can explore different topics and um, there's a wealth of information on media hopper so i just wanted to share that because i thought it was a lovely bit of feedback
2: i might try to pick up a little bit on what joe's saying there because it's a it's a wonderful it's a a wonderful case study and wonderful evidence as to how this sort of thing can impact people and you know it does impact people I have a i i would hesitate to call it a similar anecdote but it's a it's a much smaller scale than that i had uh, in the run-up to teaching online last year in march april may when we were making those transitions online i had recorded a few uh, you know a few little tutorials about how to use this or this tool or this technology and one of those was about using media hopper specifically with your phone and and loading videos that way and then i received a text at one point from my next door neighbor who happened to be teaching at the med school and working at NHS and asked me, to, didn't realize that that's what I did for a living, but that I was also, uh, you know, on, on a, a tutor, on, on a programs focused on digital education. And I did this sort of thing and asked me to come over to our garden and do the tutorial face-to-face, which, which we did. Uh, so it was, it, again, that's not, I don't know if that constitutes impact, but it certainly was uh, amusing considering we had we had no idea what the other person had was doing for a living and even though we were, mere feet apart from each other. But I think picking up on Joe's idea of, uh, of the inspiration and this is why we get into education, that's absolutely true. And I think that's the the way that's worked best for me to communicate this to other, other tutors or people working on, on teaching teams, is this idea that this is about expanding your practice. What can video give you that perhaps a, a straight lecture or a straight textual presentation of your information cannot? And if it provides you some pedagogical utility some capacity for reaching a little bit farther than what you have done up to this point might then you can consider using it so just seeing it as part of a larger uh, system of approaches that you can you can draw on depending on on the context i think it's been the best way for me at least to approach how we would do this specifically with morehouse who you know who generally pride themselves on Obviously, being teachers in, in the field of education, if you appeal to that sense of this is something that can make your practice better, then I find it works pretty well.
3: I could follow with from Michael with another example of, I suppose, some of the added values. So I recorded a conversation with a colleague, Jan MacArthur, who's at Lancaster University now. We used to work together about assessment and social justice and so we recorded it for the postgraduate certificate in academic practice again. And I suppose the first advantage there is that had we not been able to record and put things onto MediaHopper, that piece of shared teaching just wouldn't have happened because we worked for different universities and we're also in a pandemic, so we wouldn't really have had any way of doing that. But what followed on from that really nicely was that Jana and I shared that conversation on Twitter, and then other researchers, and other academic developers picked it up, retweeted it, commented on it. So something that we might have done for a closed bit of teaching that other people maybe wouldn't have got to see, now as well as the PGCAP participants getting to reflect on it and engage about it, we've also had that wider conversation that's been useful for us and useful for other people in the field. So I think The possibilities for sharing are really great both for our learning and for our wider contribution as well
4: yeah i can really appreciate that element as well so aside from it as a a teaching tool it's an excellent collaborative tool so if you're trying to produce video in the way that i do it's incredibly difficult to share your workings and and how you negotiate things so by being able to upload your first draft to MediaHopper and share it, share it out with the university, share it with colleagues across the world and and have input and have have a means of kind of progressing. And the fact that you can maintain a link. So by replacing your edited version, you can kind of build up collaboratively a video that maintains this connection with, with the group of users and then it can be passed on to your students or passed on to the world as a finished product is incredibly useful. And the more the more tools that are being added, so they're incorporating a whole new range of questions within MediaHopper has been a, a really nice way of debe- developing a teaching resource. So what was initially a direct to camera lecture has now added, A conversation to the students so it's not simply a passive watching experience you can stop you can answer questions and you can continue the video and i I find that really valuable and seeing that it's a tool that is continuing to develop and it's continuing to develop the way we teach is fantastic
0: i loved hearing the participants stories from using media hopper create joe discussed how the content posted on the service can inspire its viewer Michael shared how he sat down with his next-door neighbor and walked them through the service. Vel talked about how she used Media Hopper Create to record and disseminate a conversation with a colleague from another university, and Brian touched on how it improves teaching and its ability to function as a collaborative tool. Now, the quartet finishes off by giving their pitches for why those considering should take the next step and try using Media
4: Hopper Create. I think when I show people how to use MediaHopper, all of a sudden, the fear of MediaHopper dissipates. So a lot of people are producing content, but it's the, it's the sharing it that they don't quite understand. And it's such a simple thing to do with MediaHopper. And it's integrated with all of the tools we use at the university. So it's much, much easier than they think. And that's made a big difference.
1: I've never had um, experience of editing videos prior to using MediaHopper, and I found it a really straightforward tool to use. The accessibility it's given our program is excellent. It means we can share things with people who can't necessarily come to our webinars, come to our courses. We deal with a lot of clinicians who work shifts, et cetera. So actually, it's just really opened up our, our content, and we're able to share a lot more now with people and, and really that's what the purpose of our program is about is, is, is sharing knowledge about clinical research that is accessible for all to ensure that we improve the quality and so by having this tool that is you know, anyone can access it. Um, you can share links, you can create playlists, et cetera. You can embed them onto our website. I think it's been an excellent tool just to raise our visibility, what we're trying to achieve, but also help with the education um, of, of the clinical research community. It's been fabulous.
3: I think my pitch would be particularly about the value of the new kinds of dialogic or conversational learning that you can have. So the fact that you can record conversations between experts in an area who might not otherwise be able to meet and give students access to that conversation and the ways that those experts create knowledge. The fact that you can converse with students more dialogically around the feedback on their assessments and the fact that you can open up those conversations either, for example, through putting things out on social media but also you can integrate them with other aspects of a course so one of the things that's worked i think well in our pg certain academic practice is to say simply here's a choice of different interesting videos pick one that suits your interests write a little bit about it in your blog and comment in some of your peers blogs so the video can become part of an ongoing conversation in other settings like the blogs and like Twitter in a way that would be really hard to do if you didn't have a usable, accessible media tool.
2: Yeah, I might reiterate a lot of what my colleagues here have said about what the purposes of Media Hopper might be. I might just add to that a little bit, just looking in my own myopic little granular program spaces that dealing with uh, students who predominantly I'll never meet face-to-face, students who will never more than likely set foot in Edinburgh uh, it gives me a mechanism to establish presence not only of myself, but of them and a mechanism to sort of reach a, a sense of a community, a mutually shared community that perhaps strictly text or strictly a discussion on a discussion board, all those those contribute to that might not otherwise get to. I think there's slight, something slightly more immediate and uh, emotional and, 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 and connective in a, a video that sometimes can help. Bridge uh, the distance that many might feel.
0: Thank you for listening to the third episode of our Media Hopper Create series. In our next episode, Charlie, an Open Education Resources advisor, and Ewan, the University of Edinburgh's Wikimedian in residence, discuss how Media Hopper Create can be used in an open and accessible way. Teaching Matters is brought to you by the University of Edinburgh's Institute for Academic Development. For more posts and conversations about teaching and learning, head to our blog. We'd be delighted for you to join the conversation. To do so, please email us at teachingmatters ed.ac.uk. You can also find us on Twitter, Instagram, and LinkedIn. If you enjoyed today's episode, please consider following us on Spotify or subscribing on Apple Podcasts and leave a five-star review. Music for today's episode was provided by Hook Sounds. In the meantime, stay curious.